Welcome to the Spirit K-Talk podcast. Uh, For the whole month of July, I've decided to do a podcast that is in relation to being more peaceful and more calm within yourselves. The podcast will be recorded in this uh, tone, um, which some of you may love, some of you may not love so much. It is a calmer kind of podcast that I am aiming for um, for the next four weeks. So I hope that you will enjoy it and you will play it and replay it um, as I'm going to talk about some personal things, but also I'm going to talk about how the practices relate. Welcome to another episode of K-Talk and today we are going to talk about temperance and why it is so important. So as you know for the month of July I called it spirit month and I wanted to talk a lot about my own personal growth and how I feel like this could help other people. Part of that was also talking about stoicism and sort of where I am. I in no way am a perfect stoic. I'm not even really going to consider myself a stoic because I still have quite a lot of personal work to do. But that being said, I wanted to talk about temperance, which is another principle that follows directly after courage. So in in stoicism, um, it's not just about avoiding things that you really love or giving up your pleasures of life. Um, temperance is about avoiding things in excess. That's very important to the stoic principle. So basically what that means is that it's like, no, it's not that you shouldn't do all these things. It's the excess that you do. And this also kind of also works for work, which I actually hate to say this because I'm really just going to start calling myself out here. Um, when we think about temperance, we generally think about eating too much, Um, We think about spending too much. We think about our pleasures in general too much. But there's another side of temperance as well, which people don't really think about. So even really good habits can affect your temperance. So for example, um, exercising too much is an example of this, right? Working too much, which is an example of this. Meditating too much is an example. Reading too much. So there are other levels of temperance that we don't think about. We just think about, you know, generally the negative things like drinking too much, eating too much, all these other things, partying too much, but we don't see it from the other end. And specifically for me, when it comes to temperance, when I started really kind of focusing on the stoic principles and values, um, one of, this is the one in which I still have trouble with. I'm getting better at it, but I'm still having trouble. Um, one of the things for me is <clears throat> everybody knows that I'm not overly religious, but I do have some religious practices. And a couple, like, let's say months ago, I was, I kind of like hit my limit. So I have a financial goal that I was trying to reach. And there's a lot of things in my life that is really unstable But of course, practicing stoicism has helped me to realign these issues, to think of the fact that it's not that it's unstable. There are parts of the stability I can control and there are other parts I can't. And either way, I kind of have to make peace. So for me, one of the things that really kind of spoke to me was a couple of months ago, I was listening to a church service and it was basically talking about the fact that God took one day off. So if God takes one day off, why as humans do we think that we should work 24-7? Now, any religious practice that you have, um, there usually is one day of rest. And if not full rest, it's like one day where you would 
do other things, whether that's go to church or your um, religious place of function, but there's like that day. And to me, that never really worked because I'm like, I have to make money. Like, I got to make money. I have things to do. A day off isn't a thing. <clears throat> so I worked myself. I even worked during my vacations. And I worked myself basically to the point where I was physically sick. Um, <clears throat> and it took me weeks to recuperate from the sickness because I could not take a break. I still actually continued to work even though I had no voice. Um, I basically burnt myself out completely. Now, in the particular job that I have and uh, the business that I personally have built, any day I don't work, I don't make money, okay? Like, I've had nine to fives here and there, um, which is fine. You take a day off, you take vacation days, whatever. But um, when you work for yourself, and especially when you put out your calendar months in advance, it's really hard for you to make changes, so there were some things that I was already committed to that I wasn't able to do. So basically what I had to do was <clears throat> I made commitments for the following months coming up, meaning that I have decided, uh, so before I'm going to say April, I worked <clears throat> seven days a week. So I, all, and then not only do I work seven days a week, I work from 8 a.m., till about 8 p.m. That's my day, seven days a week. On weekends, maybe I go until five-ish, um, but that's what I was doing. Um, I also have to drive, like, so there's a lot of other time that came in with it. Um, but on a previous podcast, I had talked about how my, I think, I don't know if I, I think I did, I talked about how <clears throat> my license and my health card and everything was expired, at, like, all at once, and Everything was just a mess, um, which I am a person that generally has everything together. Like anything like that, I would have scheduled it months in advance to have it done. Um, but I realized that, you know, I was forgetting appointments. I was just too busy. <clears throat> I also gave up my morning routine at this point. So I wasn't journaling and I wasn't thinking. So I was just on autopilot, which is not a good way, really, quite frankly, to be. So... <clears throat> Instead of working every single weekend, I made a commitment to myself that until I can really fix my schedule the way that I'd like, I am going to not work one whole weekend. So every single month that followed after May, I have one whole weekend of no work. Saturday, Sunday, I do not work at all. On in the weekend, I actually try to have two weekends free, but that's not always possible. So I take one one whole weekend of no work. I then go over the schedule and I make a decision of what days, which, which Saturdays I will work. So the goal is for me to work one Sunday per month and have the rest of the Sundays free so that I could either go to church or I could engage in things that I like. My end goal is eventually my Sundays and Saturdays will only be the days in which I engage in what I like. But right now, that's not financially possible, so that's fine. Um, <clears throat> so I made my schedule so that I would have one Sunday um, of work. So one Sunday I will work. Generally, I will pick the thing that is only four hours or so to do. Then after that, I will make a schedule for myself that will be um, like Saturdays. So in a perfect world, I would like I would love to have my Saturdays back. Unfortunately, it's not possible at this time. 
It will be, but at the moment, it's a go, go, go thing. So I've made it so that on top of me having one Saturday, like one Saturday, Sunday off, I will also give myself one Saturday of rest as well, at least at bare minimum. Some months, especially the ones that will be coming up, for example, um, in August, I pretty much only work uh, two Saturdays and two Sundays. I did this because it's very important and I want to bring it back to the Stoic principle on temperance. Working too much, um, working in excess is a really bad thing. It's not just bad for, I mean, it's good for your bank account, but it's bad for your health and it's bad for your emotional health. I am a person that I have to work. I don't have, I don't have a choice. I have to, but I also, when I got sick, it was very abundantly clear if this illness doesn't go away, I'm actually going to be far further behind than if I actually had taken breaks. Eventually, you can consider your body like that of a computer. Um, your your software needs to be updated. And the way that you can update your software, physically, we know that we can exercise. And whatever exercise means to you, whether that's walking, jogging, going to the gym, doing yoga, <clears throat> that's one thing. But then there's also fostering your mental state which is much harder to do and that comes in when your brain actually takes a rest and I've said this before specifically even with business I am a person that I believe for you to be successful you got to be hungry and being hungry means you are going to work in excess that like that's it you're going to work in excess especially when your business is just getting off the ground However, the flip side of that is that doesn't really exist because you have to give yourself a break. When you try something and it doesn't work, you then have to move on to something else. And this is this is where you need a break because how can you think of something else to do if you haven't given your brain a moment to take a pause? You've just been operating consistently over and over again. And I think people always think that like, well, you know, there are good vices and bad vices but anything done in excess is bad for you anything even like you know sleeping too much is bad for you right like there has to be a happy medium and when it comes to stoicism and temperance it's something I myself have really learned about it's like you can be you can you can you can't be all things in all areas of your life there are moments when you will really win and there are moments that you cannot win But if you can control your schedule, that's what you have to own. For me, it's like I'm working, but I'm so irritated all the time. Like I'm exhausted. I don't feel good. I have a headache. Um, uh, Back in uh, May, I worked one weekend, so Saturday and Sunday, and I stood for a total of 16 hours. I didn't actually have to stand that long. It was just for me when I'm teaching and I'm lecturing, it's easier for me to walk around. Um, but the the standing for that long, coupled with the week that I had, that was pretty stressful. On the Sunday, I felt like my body just gave out. I was not able to do anything because my feet hurt me so bad. I just wanted to go somewhere and cry. And the reason being is because I just didn't listen to my body. I made the almighty dollar sign so much more important than my actual physical or mental health. Not only was I physically exhausted, but I also couldn't even move my body. Like my actual body was in so much pain. 
Um, and that's because I also started an exercise routine as well at the same time. So I'm exercising, I'm doubling my work, I'm here, there, and everywhere. And most of my fatigue wasn't even physical. It was mostly emotional. Um, and this is where I feel like temperance is also very important because some of us, not all of us, we do a lot of things in excess when things are not working out in our lives. I'm sort of this person, so I can happily admit that. Um, things are not going well in my personal life, so I felt like overdosing myself with work would make me just happier or a better person, if you will. That didn't happen. It actually caused me far more stress and greater grief because I worked myself till I was sick. Um, and again, sure, it helps my bank account, but also that also sets me back because now if I get really sick, I won't be able to go through my commitments that I have to do. And that's going to cause me far more issues. Um, so in saying this, I feel like it's important for me to really kind of talk about temperance because I feel like especially in stoicism, it's always kind of focused on like, you know, eating too much or drinking too much or doing too many drugs. And of course, those are not virtues for stoics. Like they frown upon those things. But there is other kinds of things that people need to be um, really kind of connected to. And I feel like the workaholic is definitely something in excess. And again, when I think of temperance, I think of things that are leading to your demise. Um, that's how I see it, like doing things in excess. And, and yes, drugs, too many drugs will lead to your demise. Yes, being too drunk will lead to your demise. But also, so will too much work. So would too much meditation. And I feel like part of this whole thing too, which I've mentioned before, is like the self-help community. Um, I think that self-help is a big part of temperance. It is when people engage in an excess of self-helping, meaning they read every single book, they do every single thing, but then they never put things into practice. And I feel like especially stoicism could also easily be one of those places too where people you know, they start to get the practice, but then they get stuck on the research and then they never actually put it to use. And then what good is it to you? Because really, that's the bottom line. And I think temperance really speaks to me as a person, because as previously mentioned, I've mentioned before that my father has a um, gambling addiction and gambling addiction is definitely something in which you would definitely consider a against stoicism, but also part of temperance. He does it in excess. Now, whether you want to debate whether gambling is fine as a pastime or not, I'm not really going to have that conversation. But the conversation that I'm going to have is that excessively engaging in that spending habit will ruin your entire family. And, you know, again, going back to the um, original principle of the Stoics call it the death meditation if you were to die today, would you be happy with those decisions that you're actually making? If I were to die today, would I be happy that I worked so much that I gave up all my social responsibilities? I told my partner, well, hey, buddy, I won't have time for you. Um, because ultimately, does that matter? Like, does it? I mean, for me, life has to be a balance. And even though you're working towards your goals, and everybody knows, and I've said this on previous podcasts, I definitely feel like blinders on, right? I got to focus on something. But the thing with stoicism that has really helped me work this out in my mind is look at everything that I'm missing out on. 
like I dragged myself to a miserable job with miserable people that I absolutely hate and now it's my end and now what what do I have to show for it because I worked it and it's not even just that it's also I've done this in excess I've dragged myself here in excess I've done this in excess Um, I've wired my brain to complain about all these situations in excess Um, and I didn't really have to do that because at the end it's not that serious because I don't actually unless it's directly related to me not even just in the art of being selfish it's just that it really doesn't matter the moments that I've missed (coughs) with my partner contributed to my own personal good but I missed it because I was too busy um, chasing the almighty dollar sign, or you could say even worshiping the almighty dollar sign in excess. I wasn't, I wasn't even working smart. I was working harder because I didn't take the time to really think about what it is that I wanted. And going back again to this whole idea of temperance, it's totally fine to meditate. I, I meditate. I just don't do it in excess. Um, and I and one of the things about meditating in excess is if you meditate long enough for days, like I actually want to go to one of those silent retreats, um, your trauma and a lot of your mind gets sort of reframed about the things that are going on. And again, that you could argue that's meditation in excess. And maybe it is a it is a justified excess because it helps you reframe your thinking once the retreat is done, because when those 10 days are done the 10 days are done um but that's like another way to really kind of engage with that um I just thought that you know the temperance principle is one that even myself today I really need to spend more time on and I struggle with it right because it's like oh wait no I could be making money this day oh but I had to put myself first and June was a really good month for me to start doing that as you know in this month of July, when this podcast um, drops, I've been in Italy Italy for two weeks. Um, and I decided I wasn't going to work, which was hard for me. Like, I actually physically have to leave the laptop because if I didn't leave the laptop, that means that I'm going to be working. Um, and every single person, and this is not just because of the remote climate. I know a lot of people say, well, remote work has ruined people. Not true. Um, you can still go on a vacation without your computer, whether you work remotely or not. Um, but I really hope that this kind of helps somebody, especially if you are in the process of excess, um, especially if maybe you're close to me and you're like, well, I have financial goals. I got to go, go, go. Um, but actually you'd be quicker to meet your financial goals if you actually gave your your brain a break to take a rest and to think about ways to generate new income. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to chat to you super soon and I hope that you actually use some of these practices in your daily life.